0: We are the
3: plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everybody. We have a great show for you today. Sorry about being a few minutes late. Rumble seemed to be acting up for you all. Uh, so I, I had to try and do some backstage magic. And it looks like it is live now for you all. Uh, let me know in the Rumble chat if it is working. Hopefully we don't have the issue that we were having earlier in the week. Uh, but it looks like everything is good to go now. So this is Apollo back with you. Welcome all. Um, we uh, Let's all remember to pray for Joe. I know he's still traveling today. Uh, and he was uh, busy, to say the least. We are trying to talk to him, and apparently there was uh, some tension on location where he was. So let's all uh, pray for his safety, make sure that everything is good for him. I do also, I believe, if she is coming through, have Ash on by audio. Uh, Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, welcome. And how are you, Ash?
4: I'm good. I'm good. It's a snowy It's our first snowy day here in Colorado. Um, it's it's beautiful. We got down here in Castle Rock what looks like four to six inches, depending on which part of my deck I look at. Um, <laughs> but it's chilly. It's, you know, change in season. And uh, I'm doing good. Lots of, lots of nonsense to go through. And uh, great show this morning, by the way. Really breaking down the media narrative on... Uh, how they're carrying water for the Fetterman camp. I, uh, I appreciate it. It was a great show. Great job. Well, the
0: and no, uh, with no shortage of thanks to you, but it, it's just wild to see how they're continuing to double down. It's not surprising at this point, having been in this as long as we have, but well, it's, it's not going surprising in weird for you. Now.
4: It's not surprising for you because you're an ableist bigot.
0: Ah, yes, that must be it. <laughs> That must be it. And also, uh, we were trying to figure out her connection before the show. Hopefully in a little, in in a short while, we're going to have Corinne IRT, or In Real Time, formerly known as In Real Life. Uh, She is on the ground. She's based in Washington, D.C. She was at the the courthouse today. Uh, You know, now, uh, COVID has apparently been a reason that the Oath Keepers trial has been... Uh, delayed. She's going to fill us in on that once she is able to get on. She should be coming in from the courthouse. Um, but so I look forward
4: to hearing how people who have been kept in isolation in the D.C. Gulag are catching COVID that delays their trial. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that explanation.
0: Yeah, I mean, they can find any reason under the sun to delay their trial. I know they also had a memorial I saw a little bit of footage of from a memorial service for Ashley Babbitt. Um, but you know, it's something that I'm. I'm really glad we have to. We get to have her on because there's so many things going on, and we still have, and it's still, my heart, you know, breaks, and it should, it, frankly, enrage all of us that we still have Americans who are sitting, uh, imprisoned in their own country, in for, pre-trial, in pre-trial. Yeah, not not even having been charged. A lot of them. None of the. I mean, the the egregious, and unbelievable, over-the-top criminality, and and just disgusting level of corruption around this entire J6 narrative, around this show trial. Now what they're doing to Steve Bannon, uh, the attack on free speech. Everything that is going on in our nation is despicable, and it's really time that uh, we, the American people, that we stop playing small and we band together and, and, and put an end to this. Uh, you know, I don't think that many of us realize how much we take for granted. I've certainly had to yeah. realize that.
4: You know, I, I do find it encouraging, though, because this is not the way that people behave who are confident in their position, right? Mm. This is the way that people who are backed into the corner, like a rabid animal, act. And uh, so I, I'm encouraged by it. I think that they're, uh, they're continuing to see that the writing is on the wall the truth about the election is coming out the truth about COVID is coming out the truth about schooling is coming out there's those egregious uh results post post post-covid testing results that came out which has florida is number fourth in the nation in fourth grade which is incredible i uh you know my my kids were born all of them born in florida and my oldest went through second grade there and Florida schools weren't super great, right? I mean, they were they were probably middle of the road when my kids were there. This is you know, ten years ago, um, but now they're you know fourth fourth in the nation. Why? Because they didn't stop their kids from learning during COVID, and some of the states that had the best test test scores uh, prior to the pandemic are now in the bottom. And uh, that was something that came up during the Tudor Dixon, Megan, uh, Gretchen, sorry, Whitmer debate earlier this week, uh, that Michigan is now, you know, in the, in very low, I forget the exact number, but in the forties in terms of test scores because of COVID policy. And it's, uh, it's, you know, that's all of that truth continues to come out. And that's why, you know, you played this morning, the clip of Tucker where he says abortion is their main issue. We don't really know why, but abortion is the issue they all focus on. Abortion is the issue that they all focus on because they have literally nothing else. We've seen you know two years of pure democrat control we've seen them do what they want with their policies and it's an unmitigated disaster for the american people and so telling women that you know you're going to be put into handmade tail slavery to to carry children for old white men is basically all that they've got and they hope that the american people are stupid enough to buy it i don't think they are
0: no i don't either and actually one thing that uh (laughs) here you want an example of a covid narrative uh, did you see Stacey Abrams? That piece of garbage. Uh, blatantly I generally telling try to everyone
4: avoid watching Stacey Abrams. <laughs> well, I'm,
0: sometimes I get afraid to to watch her speak because I'm afraid I'm going to fall in the gap in my my brain. Whatever's left after this assault of propaganda. Will that's get different lost than standing in the gap. Teeth. Yeah, that's not that's the standing falling. in the gap that we're talking about, guys. <laughs> falling in the
4: gap in Stacey Abrams' teeth is not the same as standing in the gap.
0: No, no, please d- do not be confused. Uh, we're when we mentioned standing in the gap, we're not referring to Stacey Broom Smile. Uh, but let's he, let's hear just how clear she is about what a media circus uh, this COVID agenda is as you know now she's offering up the peasants a photo op. We
3: got a big old left outside. So what we're gonna do
4: is you're gonna let me and our team and our folks we're gonna go out first and then they're gonna direct you outside. My i gonna take a picture of every single one of you. <laughs>
5: If you're over 18, you've got to socially distance for social media. If you're under eighteen,
1: you're probably too cute for that, so I'm gonna let you stand
0: right next to me. Oof. Well, thanks for that so was putting weird. it right in our phrase. Wasn't well, isn't it weird? And she already has a weird what? history of of kids or you know, taking photos with children who have masks on.
4: Yeah, I'm at for, I so I, I want I'm gonna need you to play the last bit of it again because I was I, I my my brain stopped working when that many people cheered. To take a picture with Stacey Abrams, that was uh, that was surreal for me. What she, if you're 18, you have to socially distance from me, but if you're a kid, come on right up next to me. Is that what she said?
0: Yeah, listen one more time.
4: If you want to be cool, if you're over 18, you've got to socially distance for social media. If you're under 18, you're probably too cute for
5: that, so I'm gonna
0: stand right next to me. So yes, if you're if you're an adult. Socially, di- which I don't know what that means. Take a photo up six feet away. I don't, I don't know what that means socially anymore. Socially
4: distance your social media. What does for, that for mean? For
0: social media. For social oh, media. Oh,
4: for social media.
0: She, oh, literally says, oh. she literally says, for social media, social distance we for have me. To make it if you're look- too young. <laughs> yeah, if you're too young, <laughs> if you're a cute kid, you can come take a picture with me.
4: So wait, let me, let me translate. For the cameras, we have to appear like we believe all this social distancing nonsense. So if you're an adult, let's pretend and socially distance for the social media. But if you're a kid, we're just going to abandon social distancing. But vaccinate your kids because of some reason. Oh, yeah, genocide. That's the reason.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Oh, and so then the other one, this, uh, <laughs> they were, they were showing this on Bannon on war room. Uh, even, you know, we talked a lot about Fetterman. We, we really talked a lot about Fetterman and it's not because it has really anything to do with Fetterman. It's not about that, that, uh, actually the, the vegetable that I feel really bad for, uh, because they're just pretty the around
4: 400 pound vegetable incapable yeah. of human speech. That one.
0: Yeah. The one that they want to put in, in the Senate, uh, so it's not. A, we don't talk so much about him. We didn't talk so much about him this morning because it's about Fetterman. Because it's not. It's because they want to push this absolute disgrace of a political candidate. This man who was is, who is, he was unfit to serve in the Senate before he had a stroke, uh, but now because again they have their investment and they cannot afford to lose any seats. Because my goodness, if they do lose the House and the Senate, which in a free and fair world they would. Uh, if, you know, we did completely sweep them like an actual election in this country where the voice of the American people respected, would, in fact, occur. They, we would sweep the living crap out of these people. Uh, they would lose every one of these seats. If that did happen, they're in big, big trouble and they know it. There's, you know, we'll, we've talked a lot about that before and so many others are, are, are pointing out some of the, those facts as well and what that would actually mean for them. But... Uh, again, Katie Hobbs, another one, one, another coward who literally ran into the bathroom. She quite literally ran into the bathrooms of... Uh,
4: she hid in the bathroom until her handler came and, and, and walked her out and into a car. Well,
0: and he hid in the bathroom because that's
4: how... <laughs> he did. <laughs> they, they,
0: they both hid in the bathroom. She went and hid in the bathroom. He went to get her, decided to hide for a while, and then took her out to the car, ironically, which had an AR-15 sitting in the front seat. Uh, the same Correct. woman who said when asked about, uh, f- you know, forcing children to receive COVID vaccinations, you know, something that's very top of mind for a lot of Americans as we've witnessed a massive genocide uh, and the, the destruction of, you know, millions of lives, many of which we don't know yet. And many of which we have not yet seen the, uh, the effects of due to this vaccination program and, you know, the de- the developmental delays, all these things. But, she said, "I hadn't really thought about that." So the same person now is getting called out by the mainstream news. The Mockingbird fake news is now ripping on Katie Hobbs for being the coward that she is. So let's oh, let's joyfully. Listen to this
4: in a public forum. I'm just curious. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, the debate about debates is over. I'm running my campaign the way I'm running my campaign. I'm going to continue to make the case directly to voters.
5: The the case you make to them, and not to to belabor that point, is they—they do. They are tough times for a lot of folks. We talk about the economy, inflation, and I know there's a rising cost of living here. Uh, People are putting somebody in that office that they want to stand up for them and fight for them. At worst, it could come off as you're scared to step on that stage and. At best, you're not willing to confront. We're in a new era where, where sometimes some politicians are seen as bullies, and we've been taught since we were little kids you got to stand up to a bully. You won't. You, you understand how that might come across. How do you make a case? We want to send you to fight for us, but you won't even step I, on stage with I've it.
2: I have stood up to this bully
4: for the past two years, uh, and that's an Arizonans has seen that, and I'm going to continue to do that.
0: Oh, aren't you brave? Aren't you a brave woman? My goodness.
4: The debate about
1: debates, about debates is, is over.
4: <laughs> because I'm too much of a coward to face my opponent. I mean, she couldn't even answer. I don't remember if we played the clip of her answering the question about Hispanic voters. Um, but she's asked, you know, what have you, what, what has the Hispanic oh, community... What did she
0: learn from the Hispanic community? Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. gives this roundabout nonsense answer. And then they call her on and they say, so you're saying not one single thing? Uh, and she still can't answer it. A third of yeah. the state. It's like a third of the state over there.
4: And then you've got, you know, Carrie Lake, who's married to Hispanic.
0: Oops, wait, wait, wait. Dominating. You lost your audio. Go back. Oh, Okay, we got you back. Can you hear me?
4: Yep. Okay. Yeah, I said so compare that that response, right? Of I love, you know, going to my sister-in-law's house and practicing my Spanish. Um, and, you know, no answer about the Hispanic community. Compare that again, in Arizona, Hispan the Hispanic population is a third of the state with Carrie Lake, who speaks fluent Spanish. She's married to a Hispanic, and she can go out there and make the case directly to Hispanic voters in their native tongue. And Katie Hobbs, you know, can't even answer why she thinks Hispanics should vote for her. Her response to that question reminded me of the mac and cheese response from this morning's debate analysis. <laughs> and I wanna ask you, Apollo, because you did say that, you know, your, your grandmother has, has suffered from strokes, but you did not mention whether or not she can make good mac and cheese.
0: Uh, she, I, frankly, you know, that's a good question. I didn't make that point clear. Thank you for, for calling me on that one. Uh, she, she's to the point where I don't think she would remember what mac and cheese is. Uh, so she might, she so might she's start. she's ready for the
4: Senate. She's, By vitamin yeah, standards, let's stick her in the Senate.
0: She's ready for the presidency. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get her in the white. Her name's Laverne, Laverne for president. My grandmother for uh. president. I mean, but it is is actually that bad. And it's the same thing that they've been doing with Biden. I mean, number one, is that really Biden? Is it really? But the same exact thing. The The the, the the bone
4: structure doesn't match up, in my opinion. You look at the bone structure of Biden from several years ago and today, and I don't remember the report about him having cheek implants and chin implants and changing the structure, changing the shape of his ears and his earlobes, how, depending on what day he's appearing he has attached or detached earlobes it's very strange but we're just crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists don't believe your eyes it's totally biden
0: yeah no it's it's 100 biden just like he's 100 percent in charge of anything as the easter bunny and his wife uh <laughs> and you know everyone on like everyone in public has to you know cart him around so that he i mean he did the 360 Last week that was a that was an improvement. So I guess his motor skills are improving. Maybe he's on yeah, the same rehab program as Fetterman.
4: The Easter Bunny managing Biden is literally one of my favorite clips <laughs> of all time of the Easter Bunny getting up there, you know, waving like like she's waving to. I'm assuming it's a she. I'm misgend- I could be misgendering the Easter Bunny. I don't care. Um, but she looks like she's, you know, getting into a picture with a toddler. Right, like waving her hands and hey, it's exciting. Let's go over here. But she's actually doing it to the president of the United States because he doesn't know where he is.
0: Yeah, it's actually that bad, you guys. It it's really that is. bad. So let's get into uh, because again, Dems harvesting ballots. Something we've seen in Arizona. Something we've seen in several states. Something that they want to refute, and actually something that I find particularly uh, particularly hypocritical because in. There, some of these, uh, in some of these hearings for January 6th, defendants, everything going on with the insurrection, the FBI even testified that they used uh, the same type of data, this geofencing data, in order to target people who showed up on January 6th and to target certain the individuals. unarmed
4: insurrection. I'm going to need you to Whoa. say the unarmed insurrection.
0: Hey, it's not fair to call it unarmed because they arrested 800 people that the FBI said were there to commit violence and brought a bunch of guns, as we saw in CNN's footage filmed by Nancy Pelosi's daughter of them saying that there were a bunch of people there with guns. Forget the fact that the only people who were actually seen there with guns was, oh yeah, only one guy, Ginger Gun, and he didn't get charged. Uh, let's, let's gloss over that fact. The FBI does a great job. But they, in fact, confirmed that we use this j- data and said it's accurate. So, if, in fact, that is the case, then mules. 2,000 mules just got an endorsement by the FBI.
4: I love it. So, I that's a big when problem. I love it when they contradict themselves. I wouldn't say it's
0: contradicting themselves. Maybe the science of geofencing data is evolving. Uh, I think that's my, that might be what we're witnessing. <laughs> But uh, 100%, yeah, 100% fed up. Clearly uh, clearly, Stacey Abrams does, because if you're, if you're not 18 and you're cute enough, you don't need to social distance for social media. Uh, so huge breaking <laughs> from 100%fedup.com up, by Patty McMurray. Uh, this is from today. Huge breaking dem blows or Democrat blows whistle on widespread Orlando area ballot trafficking operation in black communities. I know I said the ble- the B word, which might make me more of a bigot. Uh, I guess I'm a. Uh, I don't know how many types of bigots I am. I know I'm ableist from this this morning's show. Uh, but for many Americans, the D'Souza 2000 Mules movie, based on investigative work by True the Vote, Catherine Englehart, and Greg Phillips tracked thousands of ballot mules across key swing states in 2020 using geofencing data. The same geofencing data, by the way, that was just referenced by the FBI for targeting J Sixers. So I guess if they can use it, it must be good. Maybe two thousand mules just doesn't know how to use geofencing data. I don't know. I don't know what the narrative is. Going to I be would now.
4: argue after after you know seeing the film and seeing the operation that uh, Engelbrecht and Phillips have, I would argue that they are more effective at it than the federal government because the federal government is terrible at everything.
0: Wow, that I don't know what kind of bigot you are, but I'm sure that someone would would be able to figure out what kind of bigot that just made you.
4: Oh, I'm an anti-government extremist.
0: Ah, bigot. Got it. So, uh, going on from this article, without naming names, over the fear of being sued, Phillips stated that the stash houses they've identified that were used by ballot harvesters to make their mule operations possible were all funded by left-leaning NGOs. Check that out. Who would have thunk? During the testimony in front of the Arizona Senate, June 2nd, Engelbrooks and Phillips released footage featuring... Greg Phillips in a whistleblower in Yuma County, Arizona, who revealed how the elections were stolen in her community. An unidentified female whistleblower outlines how they, uh, a group determines elections, a group of criminals, criminals who inflict fear upon the community, how they use fear and intimidation tactics to coerce individuals to vote a certain way, and how they've ruined the lives of individuals and their families who dare to run for elected office in their community. Because where I, quote, because where I live, you can't have a voice. If you stand up or if you even want to run against them, you will be shot, the whistleblower says. And I have, uh, I have a video of this. This is from, uh, yep, Yuma County. Uh, so this is about a minute and a half long. Listen to this woman and how she speaks. Again, did not feel confident enough to come forward publicly. Uh, but tell me if this sounds like the cabal or the deep state that we're told we're all conspiracy theorists for talking about.
6: Because where I live, you can't have a voice. If you stand up or if you want to even run against them, you will be shout. And even I know people who have tried to run via council or major or just anything. And they have been even they have lost their houses, their lives, everything. They have just run away from that people. they I have been afraid? Yeah, of course. If you work for the city, or if you work for the um, school board, because we have the Garden District uh, uh, School Board, if you are an employee over there, you have to give uh, your your ballot open to them so they can see that you are Voting for you, where you are supposedly have to vote for. So they just know that, or somebody tells them. He says they just know
0: that, or they tell them. She confirms they tell them. It has
6: to be like that. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. They are not chips. They are wolves. They are eating our community. They are really eating our community.
4: And if I'm not mistaken this is the city of Orlando, Florida, right?
0: That video was from Yuma County, Arizona.
4: Oh, okay. Yes, this uh, new saw, this new one, this new yeah, one that they're the talking story, about. Yeah.
0: This is from Orlando County. So, and I'll go on about Orlando now. A former Democrat candidate. Well, before candidate, you do, Apollo, whoop, can I yep. just
4: say so can you throw up the the article that you had up before the second shot? That it was talking about the story so i want to make a point here so you see here it says uh ballot harvesters to make their mule operations possible were all funded by left-leaning ngos the ngos here we've been talking about this on the show for months this public private partnership between government entities that then use private non-governmental entities to get around the constitution is the story it's the story with elections it's the story with our um get out the vote initiatives it is the story with COVID. it is the story with uh with our cens- with censorship operations this is organized crime we are looking at an organized crime operation of which the federal government is at the center and everybody needs to understand that because the the ngos right you think about these charities uh, which is what they are right they're they they have charitable status they're 501c4s c3s they are um coming in the name of help right we we watched the polis interview from 60 minutes where uh, we had you know him say, "You, Anderson Cooper says you got into this because you wanted to help blind people and disabled people vote, and now you're being attacked." They paint themselves as charitable actors. They paint themselves as coming in the name of helping the community. They're nonprofits, right? Like, uh, like Planned Parenthood that has you know multi billion dollars in profits, but they call themselves nonprofits that NGOs are a critical component of this machine of fraud, and we, we have to start treating them as such.
0: Yeah, amen. Well said. I mean, it's exactly what the—we played some of the other videos as well. Uh, well. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. We had him on a few weeks ago. I believe he was from Arizona as well. He talked about the same thing. He's, we've seen it, the uh, me Familia, that the judge here in Colorado who was overseeing this defamation case with Dominion Voting Systems— uh, you know where she was a part of that. The same judge who marched in these Antifa you know, protests and these parades. Me uh, yeah, the Familia uh... is the same one who was doing that. The, the Same group, and they do the same thing here in Colorado. They go around to the Hispanic communities, just like they do in other states, and they pretend to be on your side, just like these reporters who call <laughs> you, pretend to be friendly until they get you to tell them whatever they want, and then they go and spin it and reveal it themselves as the demons that they are.
4: And eventually, I will uh, I will comment on that, but I cannot currently comment on me, Familia Vota, because they are suing me under the KKK Act for voter suppression. So, <laughs> when that case clears up, I will have uh, some things to say about that.
0: Oh, believe me, and I look forward to it. I certainly look look forward to that. Um, but moving on to Florida, ever since the release of Two Thousand Mules, Americans, this is from. Uh, The 100% fed up article, we've been frustrated over the lack of details or arrests related to the people or organizations behind these vote-stealing operations. And that's exactly what they are. Do not let anyone tell you they're anything else. That is their purpose from their inception is the purpose and the reason they operate as they do. And they're finally being brought to light. So this example, a former Democrat candidate for Orange County, Florida, commissioner, stepped up and is blowing the whistle on a widespread voter fraud operation in the Orlando area. Florida's Republican governor DeSantis asked his new election crimes unit to recommend state police conduct a full criminal investigation into an affidavit filed by Democrat whistleblower that outlines a widespread harvesting operation allegedly been taking place in black communities in central Florida for years in late August. And by the way, well done DeSantis again. Thank you for having some cojones. Unlike Gretchen Whitmer in the state of Michigan, who, in a complete 180, weaponized the state police and turned them around to target and harass and seize evidence of election fraud and harass clerks and election workers who were actually uh, following the law in the state of Michigan, holding on to, uh, you know, to records. Uh, but in late August, Orange well, yeah, County Commissioner Candidate...
4: You get yeah. You gave a shout out to Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis deserves you know, a lot of accolades. But really, the the gains that have made in this have been made in the state of Florida as it pertains to protecting our vote have to do with the ground game and the grassroots teams on the ground who have been fighting since election day. The Defend Florida organization. Um, Uh, Raj Dorsami, who's absolutely amazing, I consider him a friend, the people of Florida have been fighting so hard to make sure that the communism that is, you know, so pervasive and and just a part of our lives here in Colorado doesn't um, expand the way it does, It, it doesn't expand in Florida the way that it has here. Um, but they want it to, right? I mean, they're going after Florida hard and, uh, they want, they want to make this the reality everywhere.
0: Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I, I don't mean to disparage the grassroots people obviously or steal your thunder. I just, it's rare that I, that I can from my heart say, good job, politician. And <laughs>
4: fair enough. De- <laughs> <laughs> DeSantis, a fair point.
0: DeSantis gives me that opportunity once in a while. So for that, I appreciate him. Uh but where was I in this article? Uh in late August, County Commissioner's candidate Cynthia Harris filed an affidavit with the Florida Secretary of State's office alleging ballot harvesters showed up at her home attempting to collect her ballot when she shut them down. Harris claims they're part of an illegal ballot harvesting operation going on for years in the black community in Orlando, Florida. According to Harris, ballot harvesters are paid ten dollars for each ballot they collect i wonder in today's uh i don't have the cut up here i'll put it up um in today's world i wonder if every one of these ballots can be considered a hate crime perhaps they should since you know they're disenfranchising the minorities that they claim to champion at every uh every turner that or every corner that they turn
4: could be uh everyone could be a count of treason
0: Ooh, hate crime treason. We could add a new charge. Not that I want any new laws. We should, you know, eliminate probably three quarters of them. Don't
4: give them more ideas because they'll turn hate crime treason against us. Do not give them ideas.
0: I know, but I just like I'd love to see Nancy Pelosi or Stacey Abrams get convicted of hate crime treason. It just has it would just do my heart good. But uh, that's 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 kind of a personal thing. So we don't have to go into that.
1: This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership, along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment. They have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country.
0: But I have the clip of Cynthia Harris describing uh, how they did show up. So let's play this clip.
4: In I think it's 2017, as uh, Amanda mentioned, you actually had a woman come to your door, had a script, tried to solicit your ballot from you. Tell us a little bit about that story.
3: So, uh... This, uh, this lady, she, she worked for the known ballot broker, and she came to my house, and she asked for the absentee ballot. I invited her in my house, and I was talking to her, and I asked her who she was working for, and she had a script in her hand. So I said, well, you mind if I um, take a look at your script? I mean, she said, sure, not knowing that who I was. She didn't realize who I was when she came to my house. And I said, you mind if I make a copy? So I made a copy and gave her back her, her script. And so that's how I was able to see the actual physical script that they are given when they're going to from door to door. A uh, few minutes later, I guess she fell something off. So she called the person that's in charge of all of the ballot harvesters. They came to my door. I took pictures as well with that. Um, got cussed out was told to give them their property and I'm like anything that comes in my house is my property (laughs) so um, I took a piece of paper and I tore it to make them think that they got the original copy and they left and that and the video aired on the local news station here and that was the end of the story
0: such tolerant people it really seems that they don't like to be to be exposed for a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to are. see the script. I would too. I wish
4: that they had shared the script, because I'd love to see the script.
0: I looked for it a little bit before we started and I didn't see it anywhere, but I have a feeling that it's gonna come out if it hasn't already. Um But again, why is this important? Because now they're going full speed ahead with this narrative that ballot harvesting doesn't exist, just like they tried to debunk two thousand mules. Now, more awkward, since the FBI just said that the the data collection methods that they use are accurate. In fact, something that they utilize themselves. Uh, But now they're running with this narrative that you're intimidating voters. This is all crime. This is criminal. They're throwing up what very much looks to be one of these Patriot fund little Fed groups who are going to go out and uh, it look, you know, they're going up armed to the ballot drop boxes, you know, pretending to be patriots. That's what I'm assuming that they're doing. The same types of tactics that <laughs> yeah, they use against six. How ridiculous!
4: Has anybody ever met a member of Patriot Front? Like, I'm pretty, I, I feel like I'm pretty, you know, in, engaged with the ground games. I've met ground game activists in, you know, multiple states all over the nation. I know personally several Proud Boys. I know personally several Oath Keepers, all these groups that they disparage and, and call, you know, militia groups and otherwise. I don't know anybody who's ever met a member of Patriot Front because they're the FBI. It's allegedly. That's my opinion. I okay. think these are feds.
0: All right. Hold on. Let's let's get an inside scoop. So I think we might have uh Corinne IRT. I just got a message that says I know Patriot Front. So uh Corinne, give me a thumbs up if you're ready, I can bring you on. Well, did she freeze? Thumbs up, thumbs up. All right. Um, I- Corinne IRT. Welcome uh, to the I-R-T. show. Do we have you? I'm
7: to be in an Uber. I'm in
5: an
0: Uber because I knew. Tell you what, Corinne, you're breaking up. I'm gonna send you a phone number. Can you call in? We'll bring you in that way for now.
5: Yeah.
0: Once you get stable, we can we can bring on video. But right now, I'm getting you're breaking up a lot. So I just texted you a phone number. Uh, call that phone number because I really want to hear about Patriot Front. Because uh, I don't know anybody in them. They've They've showed up Never met one. all over the place
4: and they claim to
0: and represent remember, us, I guess.
4: From December, uh, so from November 7th, the Saturday after the election to Inauguration Day in Colorado, we were marching at the Colorado Capitol every Saturday. From Election Day to Inauguration Day, every Saturday, we marched uh, down 16th Street Mall uh, from the Capitol down 16th Street Mall and back. And uh, and met, you know, like I said, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, all the all the groups uh, who, you know, have been defamed and disparaged, um, but never met a Patriot Front person.
0: No, me neither. So, Corinne, I think we have you now by phone. Can you hear us? Here. Uh, uh-oh, here, I got to fix that. One second. Your call is giving us a little bit of feedback. All right. How's that?
5: That's wonderful.
0: Perfect. All right, Corinne. So first of all, I know hopefully we'll have you on video in a little bit, but Corinne IRT in real time. I know you were formerly in real life before they started banning you like the anti-First Amendment pieces of trash that they are. But give us a little introduction to you uh, because I know you're, you're on the ground all the time in washington dc and uh tell us what you know about patriot front
5: so i was i was given the opportunity to follow patriot front several times in the last one year they come into washington dc and they march around the street and what they do is they attract a lot of antifa they attract a lot of socialist democrats they attract a lot of attention and they always have a full police um, escort. And I've I've walked with them for five miles at least across D.C., and they march, and they have music, and they, um you know, they have drum music, and they're very kind men and very respectful. They are not feds, but in every group there is multiple feds. So they're not intentionally feds, but, of course, there's feds in every group. And... I've gotten to talk to a couple of them directly. However, the police always keep us separated. So that does make me feel like they're more on the Fed side than they are on the normal side. And why would they be marching through the streets of D.C.? They stopped marching a couple months ago, um, right after they all got arrested in Idaho. And they're used as a diversion, usually. So when there was a huge protest, um, they're, they're used to divert half of the protests, so that the Antifa kids and all the really liberal kids follow them, and then the police can track them, and the police can control the crowd. So they do work in coordination with the police in Washington, D.C., but I do not believe they're all feds because I know two people in the group, and they're very kind men. Um, they say that they're racist, but they're not. I have a girlfriend who is black, and uh, she's from New York, and she was flirting with one of them, and he was very, very responsive to her. So... The, po- the police block us from being able to really talk to them because they marched across the line in Virginia, and they get into a U-Haul. They get into a, a big U-Haul, and they all leave. And so every time I've tried to actually talk to them on camera, the police stop it.
4: Wait. The, uh, hi, Corinne. This is Ash. Uh, are you saying the Patriot Front guys so get in the U-Haul?
5: Yes. So what happens is that they march around D.C. several times in the last year, and then they all end up getting into a U-Haul, and that's how they exit.
0: Yeah, we and actually saw that. We saw footage of that. Of them. What? Yeah, I remember seeing that footage where the the cops seem to be just standing around as these people they show up in these trucks, uh, There's U-Hauls that don't seem to be parked legally. And if I remember right, it was nearly impossible to figure out who actually rented them or where the trucks came from. And then they all jump in the, they all jump in the back of these U-Hauls. The cops watch, which again is questionable in and of itself. And they all drive off.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very organized. The police know exactly where they're going. They work in harmony with the police and they divert attention from whatever is going on in D.C. So I've noticed that they always show up
2: in D.C. whenever There's
5: like a protest against police. So they are used to distract attention from other things that are going on. So it gets very, very interesting. But they're not necessarily feds, but they do work in harmony with the police. And I've never been able to actually interview one of them while they were marching or during any of their marches because the police always stopped me.
4: Well you're the only person that I've ever heard that's actually spoken to one so it's it's good to know that you know there is that there is that because uh, you know, I've and spoken I don't know to if multiple,
5: multiple multiple people multiple yeah. times they're very organized they're very calculated but they're really nice guys and they were flirting with my girlfriend who's uh, black. I wouldn't say they're all racist I wouldn't define who they are but they do work with the police to divert attention.
0: Interesting. Well, that I mean, that's exactly what I what I witnessed of the footage that I did see of Patriot Front and what they seem to be doing. A quick update for everybody. Uh, I didn't see this until we were live. Uh, I guess he just tweeted it. Uh, Greg Phillips just tweeted because we were mentioning uh, True the vote for the first uh, part of the show. Uh, Greg Phillips just said on True Social, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it's always right. We were held in contempt of court. Oh, let me bring that noise down. But uh, we were held in contempt of court because we refused to burn a con- confidential informant of our researchers. We go to jail on Monday unless we comply. Uh, so let's see how this spins out. the The weaponization of the jud- judiciary appears to continue. Again, let's uh, let's all pray for the FBI and the courts who are continuing to do evil. Uh, but. Talking about trials, I know you were at the courthouse today, Corinne. Uh, Can you give us an update on the Oath Keepers?
5: Yes. So the Oath Keepers are on trial. It's the fourth week now, and the prosecution still has their their side going. And Stuart Rhodes has contracted COVID, so they've canceled the trial, postponed it until Monday. And one of the jurors got COVID on Monday, this last Monday. So it's getting very interesting in the courtroom because it's very, very tense. There's 11 lawyers for five defendants, and the judge has been suppressing evidence. The judge has been very critical of the lawyer for Kelly Meggs, who's a female, and this judge has been really nasty and really biased. And so the issue with this trial is that you've got a judge in U.S. federal court that is not respecting the U.S. Constitution. He's allowing evidence to be suppressed. And he is really being disrespectful to the female lawyer who's on the oathkeepers' side. There's so much more to this whole trial than people understand because it's a very technical trial. They're trying to get these men. There's actually one LGBTQ female in that situation. And she was first in the... Uh, men's jail and now she's in the women's jail. There's a lot of very unique things happening with this this trial. And from what I've witnessed of it for the last four weeks, it's, it's very important that people understand what's going on in this trial because sedition has never been tried in the United States of America before.
2: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my original My slippers are back in stock. You've made them a huge success and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. Not only that, I'm having the biggest closeout out sale ever on our sandals and slides for as low as $19.98. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers my slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable extremely durable and they help reduce stress on your feet wear them anytime anywhere so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code to save 90 dollars on my original my slippers or for as low as 1998 you can get our sandals or slides quantities won't last long and with my 60-day money-back guarantee you can rest assured they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own
0: and that promo code is CD21, Charlie Delta 21 Go support Mike Lindell. Is my audio working now? Can't hear
4: you. Oh, now you're back. Yep.
0: Okay, okay. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, The well, and again, I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Now, I mean, I guess you can say that the, uh, the COVID narrative is taking an interesting turn as they're using this to delay it. Again, I'd like to know why that they use it or if this is just another smokescreen so that they can push this. Down the road further, I'm wondering if they're just going to continue to push these out past the midterms, because again, if they get a if they get a ruling or anything that doesn't support their narrative, then they're in big trouble. What is going on? Uh, they're in big trouble ahead of the midterms, uh, which is, I think, a big part of why they're playing it this way, is because they need to hold on to the shred of. Looks like we lost Corinne. We need to, you know, they need to hold on to every shred of the narrative that they can as the midterms continue approaching. Um, so I don't know what's well, right, and remember,
4: us. yeah, remember we had, you know, before the trial started, before jury selection started, we had Stuart Rhodes on the show. I've met Stuart Rhodes uh, in person at Patriot events in the past uh, here in Colorado, and uh, he was not at the Capitol, right? And as Corinne said, sedition has not uh has not been tried in the united states of america so it's really interesting to see how they're trying to spin this and it does make me wonder is this covid more delay tactic uh because you know the case is so ridiculous um yeah i mean I they've, been, they've been, so been so fairly
0: slaughtered uh i think we might have her on video karen are you there we have you karen
7: can you see that yes can you see this Yes, we can. Okay. So this is the nightly vigil that holds, that's being held and hosted by Ashley Babbitt's mother, Vic, Mickey. And it's very interesting. Can you see the background? So that's the jail right here. And there's about 47 men being held in this jail, many of them without bail, many of them for over a year. And the U.S. Constitution and their rights are not being respected at this jail. So this vigil's been going on since April, and it's hosted by Ashley Babbitt's mother. It's from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. every night. And actually, we have men calling in from the talk about what they're experiencing. So it's been really well used as a watchdog for J6ers.
0: And so this isn't where Stewart, Stewart's being held in Alexandria? Or is this where he's being held?
7: Yeah, Stewart's not here. Stewart's not here. So let me tell you something. People think that all the J6ers are in one jail. There's J6ers in jails and prisons across America. In Northern Neck Virginia, I was there one week ago. There are 35 men. And these are really normal men. I met some of their parents. I've met their wives who are being held without bail in Northern Neck Virginia, and no one knows about it. So we've been they've been having vigils and we've been exposing the independent media like me the fact that we have men being
5: held all across America.
0: Yeah, it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful that this has gone. I mean, number <laughs> one, the charges, but the fact that they've been there this long. I'm actually disappointed in the American people, well, to, to an extent, for for not standing up more for about this.
7: this is Nicole Ruffit, she's the wife of Guy Reffitt. Her first January 6 trial, and he has seven years in jail. She hasn't been able to see her husband for two. Years.
3: Soon now, soon.
5: You got to serve your time. You do a crime, you serve the time. So
7: matter. this whole video is very interesting.
0: Wow, well, I definitely want to, yeah, yeah, we can. I definitely want to follow up and we'd love to speak some more of those people there. Uh, you know, it, it really is our job as independent media, or just I'll just say media, as new media, uh, to make sure that, that their side of the story gets out and that people understand how this is, really this is still affecting our own, you know, our fellow countrymen right now
7: and there's so many issues that are in Washington DC well, my girlfriend Stacy Hall is running Republican mayor and no one knows that she exists because the Republican Party in DC has not been respectful of her and has not promoted her properly which is highly suspect to us because why wouldn't the Republican Party promote the Republican who's running for mayor of DC that's one of the most powerful positions in America
0: well I mean you know we just saw Liz Cheney come out and support that that Democrat uh what is was her name? Alyssa from Michigan. Because, you know, she's now on the record gone out as a traitor against the Republican Party because she's a traitor to Americans because she she's a deep state swamp, just like I, I'm sure the Stop. people in, in Washington, D.C. Yeah. who are refusing to recognize her. Go ahead, Ash.
4: Yeah, I mean in my in, in in from what I've been able to gather working with grassroots across the the country and certainly watching the results of the primaries that happened where m- the majority of America First candidates uh, lost their races in the primaries in favor of establishment status quo candidates. Uh, the Liz Cheney Adam Kinzinger Republican Party is the Republican Party. From a power standpoint, right? So it's not Corinne, it's not surprising to me at all that you would have them not endorse, you know, a a Republican candidate who might actually bring about some change because they're very committed to the status quo and very committed to keeping their power. And, uh, you know, I've said it before on November 4th, God said to me, I am allowing people to reveal themselves. At the time, I thought he meant Democrats and election fraud. Now, two years later, People are revealing themselves all over the place and we're seeing where their loyalties lie. We're seeing what their incentives are. Um, And it's not looking good for the Republican party.
7: Not looking good. It's not looking good. There's so much happening in Washington DC that's not reported properly every single day. So I'd love to be on your show and give you guys updates.
3: Oh, absolutely. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. We would be more than happy to have you on regularly because, I mean, this is really important reporting and there are not very many people. I mean, obviously, you know, Ashley Babbitt's Bavitt, mother, Mickey, and, and so many others are down there all the time. But, you know, we don't have many people who are, who are just focused on the Washington, D.C. area. So you're, you're a blessing in that regard.
7: Um, well, that's what I saw at Steve Bannon's trial last week on Friday, is that I, Steve Bannon gave me a hug in front of the federal court, because he said you're the only real independent journalist here. He was mobbed by mainstream media, and uh, some Antifa protesters came, but there was no independent journalist out there. So you mentioned I Steve
0: Bannon. You mentioned Steve Bannon. Do you have any updates what's going on with uh, with Bannon's trial? Obviously, they've charged him with, uh, what was it, four years and or I'm sorry, um, four, four months, months and yeah, months. And, and you know they find <laughs> him six and a half thousand dollars or whatever, which is just outrageous. The entire situation is ridiculous. I know it's going to go through a, an appeal process, and we'll see what's happening. Uh, I mean, and you know we're just witnessing that as another episode, another arc in the extreme weaponization of our intelligence agencies and the corruption of our DOJ. But uh, do you have any since it sounds like you, you get to speak with him at least? Well, I'll
7: tell you what Steve told me personally. He said that the J6 committee is an illegal committee, so they shouldn't even have the right yes. to him and he shouldn't get. Yes. yes. And he's really strong. He looked perfect. His hair was perfect. The way he speaks is perfect. He had no fear. He has zero fear. He's going to appeal it. He actually believes he can win an appeal.
0: I think he can too, if they actually, res- if if they, at any step of the way, respect the the rule of law. I I, I think that he could win an appeal. Absolutely, uh, you know, time will tell how I that tell goes. You some really
7: funny stuff. I can tell you something funny sure. that happened in Washington D.C. this week. There's been a group of pro cannabis civil rights activists who have been smoking weed, which is ridiculous, in front in front of the White House, in front of the Russian embassy, and they're not getting arrested by the police at all. It's ridiculous. They're just openly smoking it. And that really shows you the state of Washington, D.C., and how the police have favoritism because the mayor is letting this group of people do whatever they want because they've been very supportive of her. And they also want D.C. to be the 51st state. So every single week I see a trend going on in DC that's very interesting and intriguing, and I'd love to use your platform to explain it to people.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, so you're so you're saying uh, you're saying who um, the uh, what's the the woman? Uh, my brain's not working right now. The mayor that she's she's allowing them because they've been friendly State to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bowser. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: Oh, Bowser. Bowser, Bowser. the mayor of D.C.? Mayor Bowser is really friendly. Yeah, she's really friendly to the pro-cannabis community because they donate to her and they've supported her in all of her ventures. And uh, now they're actually sick of her at this point, but she doesn't get that yet. So they can smoke weed openly for five hours in the streets and close down a street in front of the White House and not get arrested because the Washington, D.C. police are totally corrupt and biased and they decide who they want to pick on. So every week I see a trend going on in Washington, D.C. And so this week it's the... uh, weed protesters they don't want any political prisoners anyone arrested for cannabis possession in dc well
0: wow, well that's good to know maybe if we just all start smoking nah. weed when we go down for the next uh, insurrection maybe they'll let us go maybe it'll go off exactly. without a hitch exactly it's the same tactics that antifa uses so maybe it'll work for us who knows
7: well, I think the mayor is an antifa. Actually, my, my I've, I've dealt with a lot of antifa. I've probably dealt with more antifa than any female you know in the history of the United States. And the antifa kids that I have to deal with all the time, they are uh, used by the mayor. So they get instigated by the mayor. I do believe they get uh, financially... Um, in- gratified by the mayor. I think these mayors, especially in Portland and the other cities in Washington DC and New York, the mayors allow these kids to do whatever they want, because that's how the mayor controls conservatives and uh, Republicans from expressing themselves in, in different cities.
3: Well, and it
4: just points the spotlight again on the asymmetry of our justice system. Right. Laws don't mean anything anymore. It's who you know. It's what your ideological positioning is. And that's going to determine determine what kind of justice you get. It's equitable justice, not equal justice. And they define equity.
7: You're trapped. And I appreciate the fact that you can put that in one sentence. It's happening. Whoever there is, she's favorite. She's giving favoritism to the people that support her. And so if you don't support the mayor, then you're going to get clobbered.
0: Well, and I want to mention, too, you know, uh, so, Corinne, I'm glad we got to have you on, uh, and I I definitely want to have you on uh, on a weekly basis for some updates and to share everything that you're you're doing on the ground there. Um, So first, before we close out, I want to make sure that people know where they can follow you. Um, But real quick, I just want to bring up this one story, because we reported on it earlier that PayPal, as we witnessed free speech, you know, eroded, from every corner around us. PayPal uh, came out and tried to reverse its policy and said that they sent out a, something in, by accident, that they were going to fine users $2,500, you know, just pull it from their accounts if they voli- violated their policy and were spreading misinformation. Well, it turns out that they've come back again and they reverse course because PayPal just lied to you again. Uh, this what We reported on this. Uh, the day that Kanye Kanye West got banned from uh, you know from his bank from Chase, and he's now been chased out of a uh, I think it was a Skechers store or something like that uh, because he came out and very uh, very clearly and articulately spoke about his beliefs you know after pushing out that White Lives Matter shirt that he was pictured wearing with Candace Owens, uh, but they've now updated again and the screenshots the Gateway uh, Gateway pundit had this up earlier they now have reinstated their policy and will again i'll put up the uh, screenshot for you real quick everybody Uh, because i just want you to remember we need to start choosing which platforms we use we need to be cognizant of it use it if it's useful but if they come out as the avowed enemy of free speech enemy of the people enemy of the constitution and enemy of america i would just dump them uh you know we've had ongoing battles with facebook and some of these other platforms d live they still don't let anyone comment on it after they shut us down uh, i imagine we're going to be ditching a few of these platforms very soon but here is the article let me see if i can find it um i'll just bring it in this way but just today it was noted that and the one thing i think is funny is a screenshot that uh someone from paypal sent someone in their account. I'll just pull up the Gateway article. Uh, They have again reinstated, as outlined in the restricted activities under user agreement, a (laughs) $2,500 fine for inaccurate or misleading information. On September 26, they first announced this uh, after they updated their terms a few weeks before that. And then they came out and said, "Nope, we sent this out in error we didn't mean to do it. Don't worry, guys. We're not planning on fining you $2,500 for free speech. And here it is again. If you violated our acceptable use policy, you're responsible. Uh, or the course, Over the course of your interaction with PayPal, other PayPal customers or third parties, you must not breach this user agreement. Down halfway in this image, you see act in a manner that is defamatory. Trade, libelous, threatening or harassing. Next one. Providing false, inaccurate, or misleading information. I'd love to know where they're tracking that within PayPal itself. Uh, so it's a question right there. But again, here's their user agreement. If you violated our use policy, then you're responsible for damages to PayPal caused by your violation of this policy. I'd love to know what those damages actually include. Uh, and if you're, you are a seller or receive funds for transactions, that violate the acceptable use policy. I'd love to know how they define that. You will be in violation. You acknowledge and agree that $2,500 US dollars per violation of this policy is presently a reasonable minimum estimate of PayPal's actual damages. And we could just pull it from you. So they actually sent someone a, a message that reads this. Check this out. If the reason behind closing your account is the recent notice regarding the policy, an AUP notice recently went out in error. Again, in error. They have to make sure it's in error because, yes, we can trust you at your word, right, PayPal? Uh, PayPal is not finding people for misinformation. We're sorry for the confusion. Allow me to sincerely apologize for the inconvenience. And as a valued member, let's give you a one-time courtesy $15 bribe a PayPal voucher because we want you to stay with PayPal stay part of the PayPal family watch as the free speech
2: assault so which, evolves which PayPal around us. are we
4: supposed to believe are we I supposed don't know. to believe PayPal on October on October 13th or PayPal on October 26th which which PayPal are we supposed to believe
0: I don't know if it's September 2nd September 26th October 3rd uh, now October... I, I don't know I'm not really sure which which PayPal uh, maybe there are several PayPal. Someone's masquerading as PayPal, but uh, you know I think this is, we're going to see this escalate because as more of these individuals, including politicians, as they continue to speak out more and get a little bit bolder, as uh, you know, as the narrative with some of these politicians with these polls, as everything continues to escalate and they come out further and further as the radicals that they are because they have no el- nowhere else to go. Uh, we're going to see more of this, and we're going to see this punishment of free speech escalate just like fetterman and others called for that journalist sasha burns to be reprimanded to to have repercussions for saying very plainly that the dude can't speak english and can't understand the english language so welcome to to uh, america 2022 we are the resistance we are the news uh corinne i'll let you have the final word and then make sure that uh we, you mention where everyone can find you
7: I just want to say that I think it's really important to really think about what's happening in the United States right now because we have already having election corruption. I already have American patriots who are proving to me firsthand that they have election corruption in around Buffalo, New York. And I think that after this election happens on November 8th, we're going to be really focused on election corruption and actual personal experience with it. So I'm very concerned about that. I would open call to patriots if they need me to expose election corruption you can find me on every media. It's called Corinne, C O R I N N E I R T, Corinne, time. I get censored all the time. So I have a platform called Stream Tube, and I've got a show that I'm developing called Corinne, C I N N E, Uncensored. So every week I'm in Washington, and you guys tell me what you care about. I'll start for you and get you the real news.
0: Awesome. Phenomenal, Corinne. And again, it's a really, it's really a pleasure to have you on and to have connected with you. So we'll definitely have you yes, again. Yes, thank you so much, soon. and we
7: look forward to bringing you back. Yeah, definitely
0: look yeah. forward so to bringing
7: much. you back. That's I'm sorry, we had some
0: tech problems. It's all good. Yeah, we work in media. It's part of the game. So that's uh, Corinne I R T. You can find her channel on Corinne. Uh, that's C O R I N N E Uncensored. Uh, that I think she's going to be launching. I think I saw it on your Linked Tree, and then. Uh, at Corinne IRT I know she's on Twitter on YouTube I, I saw most of her channels so go check her out she had some footage that she went live with today on her Facebook I saw it on her telegram as well uh, so give her a follow Corinne we look forward to having you back all right very cool I'm really glad that we get to have people like her who are who are actually on the ground and are focused on so many of these things she she is truly a, yeah, a gem and just right wanna- now.
4: I want to I, I want to put a spotlight on what she said at the end because it was for me, I don't know if it was for everybody, but it was choppy for me. And what she was saying at the end was the spotlight on government corruption, right? So let's go back to the New York Times Siena poll that said, you know, the majority of Americans believe that democracy is under assault, but it doesn't but they don't believe that it's under an assault in a way that foots with the mainstream narrative. They're, in, they're 68% 68% of likely voters regardless of party are concerned about government corruption they're concerned about the government not working on behalf of the people the media is astonished by this they don't understand it right uh we the people understand it we very much feel it uh, I had <laughs> today there's there's some really explosive uh, stuff that we're going to be able to report hopefully next week maybe a little bit beyond that but I had a meeting with a source for almost two hours today about government corruption and people are standing up you know we see this whistleblower in Orlando. Who's saying, you know, there's there's a ballot harvesting, ballot trafficking operations happening, targeting black voters by Democrats. There are, uh, you know, stories of government corruption all over the place, and the media isn't covering them, which is why the media is irrelevant. Because what people care about is that, you know, we're we have a massive deficit, we have massive debt, we have uh, spending that is just a printing press flying money off to Ukraine and and other people that want to kill us around the world in you know in real time all the time and nobody it seems that has a role of power that has decision-making authority over the budgets over the policy over the legislation nobody appears to be working on behalf of the American people they they appear um by their actions and their words to be acting on behalf of the deep state. And when we say deep state, we're not just talking about government, right? Like I said before, we're talking about the NGOs, we're talking about the media, we're talking about the academic institutions. Look at the news coming out of uh, China's recruitment of, of spies through academia, Right, And look at how many people these stories are. They very quickly go away. They're broken and they very quickly go away of professors and academics being arrested for Chinese for selling American secrets to China. Right. This this corruption that's happening. The, U- the U.S. government still on paper is bound by the constitution but they've found a whole bunch of ways around that and that's really what we need to dig into i agree with corinne that once we get through this election season because nobody can focus on anything other than the election right now right we're just (laughs) less than two weeks away we all have to kind of just say okay you know we're, we're gonna see what happens but we really need to hammer in on the corruption and we need to start pointing it out you know here we've talked a lot about el paso county in from an election standpoint right the uh the election irregularities and malfeasance the ridiculousness of the recount that took place in el paso county um, but we haven't really talked about the the corruption going on in the sheriff's office and in the jails, right? We haven't talked about uh, the the breaches and cover-ups that happened in Fremont County earlier this year. Government corruption is the number one problem that we have right now. It is, in my opinion, the biggest threat that we have in America is the fact that all the people with all of the power and the ability to tax us put us in jail, uh, silence us, and otherwise destroy our lives. Those people are not working on behalf of the American people. They're working on behalf of their cabal, their uniparty cartel, to keep their phony phony, baloney jobs and to stay in power. It's the biggest problem that we have, and we've got to put a finer point on it.
0: Ugh, nailed it. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, and the American people knows this, too. The the American people are not as stupid as they want us to believe. They're not as stupid as to just eat up that, oh, Fetterman's fine. No big deal. We're not stupid to think that Joe Biden uh, is competent, if that is even Joe Biden, or whatever actor they have playing a fool. And we're not so stupid to say, oh, yeah, the economy's great, as they include uh, him selling weapons and our oil to foreign nations as something, you know, that... (laughs) <laughs> as an indicator yeah, that our the economy's is strong, strong as hell yeah strong as hell, licks strong ice as hell.
4: Cream. <laughs> yeah licks ice cream
0: it's freaking muppets
4: yeah and now they're um you know i i uh i i told you this apollo but i'm going to tell the audience you know it took it took two weeks of me covering the press conferences every day to fully dread them <laughs> like now when i know the white house press briefing is like on oh, Damn it, why did I commit to do this? Um, be grateful to Ash <laughs>
0: everyone, because she listens to those presses, yeah. so you don't have to.
4: <laughs> yeah, but the, the message the message out there today, you know, every <laughs> Everybody saw it. The economy is growing again. It grew four-tenths of a point in the third quarter, so we're not in a recession. Forget about the fact that they said that that wasn't the definition of a recession anymore because it showed that we were in a a recession. Now they're saying the economy is growing. KJP was, you know, super happy to tell everybody today that in the third quarter, the economy is growing, everybody, strong as hell.
0: Yeah, yeah, everyone rejoice. The American economy is booming. Well, you know, four cents uh, of a point. Four cents of a point. Hey, national debt just hit $31 trillion. So go, America. Doing great. Thanks, Biden. Uh, But we appreciate you guys. We are way over time. I'll just remind you before we do sign off that the Facts Blast is important today, and it's on the same message because it's important. Pulo slide. We talked about that at length, and you saw us get a little bit fiery, uh, but the demand for remedy is really, really simple. We demand machine-free elections. You lost the narrative. You are the fraud deniers. You call us election deniers. You are the deniers. You are the deniers of fraud, the deniers of reality, the deniers of common sense, the deniers of law, of actual true law in this country, and you deserve to be held accountable, and we deserve to have our elections speak to our voice. Not to yours um, more and more people truly are waking up to the fact that the election is a show that it is Hollywood just like our politics have been, just like the J6 committee is, just like the COVID narrative, just like all the footage they showed us from Ukraine it is theater. people are waking up more and more and there are many more people who are not going to take it anymore there are millions of people in this country who are now they are sold on the common sense observations of so many that the elections are stolen they are watching we are watching the drop boxes we are watching our officials we are watching you so stop playing games with us you have been obfuscating yeah. every single bit of this and we are going to restore our elections abolish the voting equipment we demand free uh, and fair machine free elections it's very very simple so everyone send that fast blast. Yeah. go to conservative-daily.com
4: Everybody needs to send the facts. And if I could just make another um another statement, and I, I feel like I'm, you know, standing in for Joe in this respect because I think that he would say it if he was here, you know, we talked about PayPal. We've talked in the past about Amazon Web Services and the big cloud big tech and, and uh, you know technology infrastructure companies that are have now completely moved away from profit motive for their products into ideological acting as an arm of the government. We are, and by we I mean the the Patriot community and certainly, you know, here at Conservative Daily, we're building alternatives. Right, we're, we're building alternative payment systems, we're, ter- we're building alternative hosting systems, we're, buil- we're building these alternatives. If you wanna be a part of that and you're a member of this audience, become a conservative daily paid supporter because that is directly going to help us. Sending the facts every day, Directly helps us. Um, we are going to take our country back. We're not waiting. We're not hoping that these, these, uh, you know, major payment providers or major technology companies are going to, you know, have a change of heart and decide to start serving the people again. We're taking it into our own hands. They will be irrelevant. And if you look at the markets and you look at the news about the technology providers, uh, they're not doing so great right now. Uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, their, their earnings are down because people are waking up. And so, you know, you can, this, this audience has always been an action focused audience and we're going next level. We have so many plans that we can't yet announce to you, but we are going to be announcing them. And, you know, the, they, the, the, People who started their technology companies with an, a great idea, right, to serve people and make lives easier. Remember when you could search for something in Google and actually find accurate, timely results? Now you got to mess with search filters and then still half the time you can't find it because it's off narrative and it's suppressed. We're not going to play these games anymore. We are absolutely going to take our country back. We're going to take our industry back. We're going to take the narrative back, and uh, you are very much a part of that. We see Conservative Daily as a family, um, as a community, and uh, you guys are tip of the spear because this the show and this community is going to grow. We are uh, we we have so many plans that we're working, and it's, it's not great. just you know entertainment entertainment content. We are uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna take our country back.
0: Yeah, we are. And believe me, Ash and I have been talking a lot about this. We're pumped to roll some of this stuff out for you guys. Before we sign off, Ash, if you'd like, uh, I'd love for you to pray today. Uh, but hit the Rumble button if you're over there. Uh, share this. Hit the like button, whatever platform you are. Uh, we already know that they're censoring us massively. And, you know, we're having issues on a lot of platforms. So if you're on right now, hit the Rumble button on your way out as we sign off today. Um, but uh, Ash, if you'd like to, if you're. Absolutely. Prayer yours tonight.
4: <sighs> Heavenly Father, we, we come to you humbly and we recognize you as sovereign, as master of the universe, king of the world. Lord, you are in control. This, this whole world fits in your hand and you see the small things and the big things, Lord, and we trust you with them. We pray for Corinne. And everybody at the vigil in Washington, D.C., we pray for the January 6th uh, political prisoners, Lord, many of whom are being held pre-trial, having their Sixth Amendment rights to a speedy trial unnecessarily delayed, violated. Lord, we ask that you would continue to fill us with your spirit, that you would help guide our actions and our words to be in the center of your will, Lord, to bring you honor and glory, it's a hard time that we're living in and it's easy to default to the flesh and to get angry and to want to act of our own volition, Lord. We just pray that the people who are all of us created for such a time as this, Lord, that you would make yourself real to us. For those who don't know you yet, Lord, make yourself real. Overwhelm the people with your presence and let us unite together in you. Unite in the center of your will and to bring you glory and honor and praise during this time. Father God, we pray for Joe as he's traveling. We ask that you would give him traveling mercies. We pray for the, the people that are being held all over the country, not just in D.C. We pray for the trial of Stuart Rhodes and that more people like the whistleblower out of Orlando would get the courage to stand up and to speak the truth so that we can bring honor and dignity and integrity and justice back to the United States of America. Father God, we ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. So thanks guys for sticking with us. I know we went over today. It's hard not to do that these days because there's so much to talk about. But
4: I feel like we need to stop apologizing for going over because we do it every day. You might <laughs> 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 be right. We did it again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Whoops. Uh, but and we'll, we'll I, be, I actually oh, think our
4: audience appreciates the extra content as well. Um, we love our audience. You guys are the best. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for letting me join you this afternoon, Apollo. Great, great discussion. Uh, I really like Corinne. We got to have her back.
0: Oh, we definitely will. No, I, I love Corinne. Uh, but so, you guys, please do pray. I'm not going to go into more of the sponsors. Use promo code CD21. Support Michael and Go to dcfguns.co, all that stuff. Uh, but truly, as we end today, I need you guys all to ask yourself what is it that you're willing to live for? Because we ask, and the saying is tossed around a lot what will you die for? We're still alive. And that moment will come, but if we're not really living for the things that we stand up for, for the things that we believe in, for the things that we say that we stand for, the things that we say that we represent, then I I don't know that we, we can say that we're living. And right now we have hundreds of Americans who are still suffering, who have had their lives ruined, who have had their entire life and those of their families ripped out from under them for a lie. We've had Americans killed for a lie all of these lies that they continue to push down our throats, how long are we willing to accept them? We say get in the gap, but how many of us really understand what that means? It's time that we stop being afraid of consequences, which is exactly why they run these PSYOPs. It's time that we start accepting consequences. We should have millions of people all over this nation who should be shutting things down, who should be showing up, standing in masses Demanding that we have accountability from our representatives, that we have true justice, that these courts stop acting like sham circuses that persecute our own people against every tenant of this nation. We should have people being so on fire that no one can ignore us. We should be so vocal and so unapologetic and so just, I'll say, violently Eager to speak truth. And I have to, I want to reclaim that word violently because they want to claim that everything that we do is violent. We're not violent people. If we were violent people, we would have seen history go a much different way over the last two years. But we have an obligation right now. So I ask that all of us look at ourselves and not be content that we are not the radical left. We should not be content and feel good about ourselves because we are not those people who have given into evil. We should only be content with ourselves if we have given every bit that we have today and tomorrow, from the moment we wake up in service to that person who we could be, that person who Jesus wants us to be, that person who God has put on this on this earth, the potential that he has stored in us that we cannot measure and we may never live up to, but that is the only thing we should be proud of. And I struggle with that as well. But every day that is my mission now, is to live up and embody as much of that unquantifiable potential that each one of us has the capability to be and to use that for the future of this nation. And for all of those who are are suffering, who have, who are suffering consequences, who are being persecuted and never to take for granted any of the blessings that I have that any of us do. So Amen. we'll see see you guys tomorrow. Love you, Ash. God bless Uh, you, everyone. We'll be back noon Eastern 10 mountain time. Tomorrow morning God bless you all God bless America Let's get in the gap And let's take our country back We are the news now And you are the plan If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast We go live Monday through Friday At 10 a.m. Mountain Time And 4 p.m. Mountain Time You can find us live At conservative-daily.com On Rumble On Frank's Beach Where we go live On Lindell TV 2 At those same times On DLive And now on Odyssey You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the facts blasts we want to thank you for being a listener of conservative daily podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation we will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you now at conservative-daily.com you have the option to become a member with us each membership option varies